in the festival of God. And she broke open the jar and poured the ointment on his head. But some were there who said to one another in anger, Why was the ointment wasted in this way? For this ointment could have been sold for more than 300 denarius and the money given to the poor. And they scolded her. But Jesus said, Let her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has performed a good service for me, for you will always have the poor with you, and you can show kindness to them whenever you wish, but you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for its burial. Truly, I tell you, whenever the good news is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will be told in remembrance of her. Then Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve, went to the chief priests in order to betray him to them. When they heard it, they were greatly pleased and promised to give him money. So he began to look for an opportunity to betray Jesus. On the first day of unleavened bread, when the Passover lamb is sacrificed, Jesus' disciples said to him, Where do you want us to go and make the preparations for you to eat the Passover? So Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go into the city, and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him, and wherever he enters, say to the owner of the house. The teacher asks, Where is my guest room? Where I may pass, where, where I may eat the Passover with my disciples. He will show you a large room upstairs, furnished and ready. Make preparations for us there. So the disciples set out and went to the city and found everything he had told them, and they prepared the Passover meal. When it was evening, Jesus came with the twelve, and when they had taken their places and were eating, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. They began to be distressed and say to him one after another, Surely not I. He said to them, It is one of the twelve, one who is dipping bread into the bowl with me. For the Son of Man goes as it is written of him, but woe to that one by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that one to have not been born. While they were eating, Jesus took a loaf of bread, and after blessing it, he broke it and gave it to them and said, Take, this is my body. Then Jesus took a cup. After giving thanks, he gave it to them, and all of them drank from it. Jesus said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly I tell you, I will never again drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it anew in the kingdom of God. I invite you all to pray with me the prayer of our... When they had sung the hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives, and Jesus said to them, You will all become deserters, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter said to him, Even though all become deserters, I will not. Jesus said to him, 
Truly, I tell you, this day, this very night, before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. But he said vehemently, even though I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all of them said the same. They went to a place called Gethsemane, and Jesus said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter and James and John and began to be distressed and agitated. And Jesus said to them, I am deeply grieved, even to death. Remain here and keep awake. And going a little further, Jesus threw himself on the ground and prayed that, if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. He said, Abba, Father, for you all things are possible. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I want, but what you want. Jesus came and found them sleeping, and he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not keep awake one hour? Keep awake and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again Jesus went away and prayed, saying the same words. And once more he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy and they did not know what to say to him. He came a third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping? and taking a rest. Enough, the hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Immediately while he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived, and with him there was a crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, the one I will kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away under guard. So when he came, he went up to Jesus and once and said, Rabbi. And kissed him. Then they laid hands on him and arrested him. But one of those who stood near drew his sword and struck the slave of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Then Jesus said to them, have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as though I were a bandit? Day after day, I was with you in the temple, teaching, and you did not arrest me. But let the scriptures be fulfilled. All of them deserted and fled. A certain young man was following him, wearing nothing but a linen cloth. They caught hold of him, but he left the linen cloth and ran off naked. They took Jesus to the high priest. And all the chief priests, the elders, and the scribes were assembled. Peter had followed him at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest, and he was sitting with the guards, warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council were looking for testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but they found none. For many gave false testimony against him, and their testimony did not agree. Some stood up and gave false testimony against him, saying, we heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another not made with my hands. But even on this point, their testimony did not agree. Then the high priest stood up before them and asked Jesus, Have you no answer? What is it that they testify against you? But he was silent and did not answer. Again, the high priest asked him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? 
Jesus said, I am, and you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of the power, and coming from the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, Why do we still need witnesses? You have heard his blasphemy. What is your decision? All of them condemned him as deserving death. Some began to spit on him, to blindfold him, and to strike Jesus, saying to him, Prophesy! The guards also took him over and beat him, while Peter was below in the courtyard. One of the servant girls of the high priest came by. When she saw Peter warming himself, she stared at him and said, You are also with Jesus, the man from Nazareth? But he denied it, saying, I do not know or understand what you are talking about. And he went out into the forecourt, and the cock crowed. And the servant girl, on seeing him, began again to say to the bystanders, This man is one of them. But again he denied it. Then after a little while, the bystanders again said to Peter, Certainly you are one of them for your Galilean. But he began to curse, and he swore an oath, I do not know this man you are talking about. At that moment, the cock crowed for the second time. Then Peter remembered that Jesus had said to him, Before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. Our readers, return to their seats.
And they clothed him in a purple cloak, and after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on him, and they began saluting him. Hail, King of the Jews! They struck his head with a reed, spat upon him, and knelt down in homage to him. After mocking him, they stripped him of the purple cloak and put his own clothes on him. They then led him out to crucify him. They compelled a passerby who was coming in from the country to carry his cross. It was Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus. Then they brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of a skull. And they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him and divided his clothes among them, casting lots to decide what each should take. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. The inscription of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. And with him they crucified two bandits, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by derided him, shaking their heads and saying, Aha! You who would destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. In the same way, the chief priests, along with the scribes, were also mocking him among themselves and saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. Let the Messiah, the King of Israel, come down from the cross now, so that we may see and believe. Those who were crucified with him also taunted him. When it was noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. At three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi. Lama Sabatani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard it, they said, Listen, he's calling for Elijah. And someone ran, filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on a stick, and gave it to him to drink, saying, Wait, let's see whether Elijah will come to take him down. Then Jesus gave a loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Now, when the centurion who stood facing him saw that in this way he breathed his last, he said, Truly, this man was the Son of God. There were also women looking on from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James the Lesser, James the Younger, and of Joseph and of Salome. These used to follow him and provided for Jesus when he was in Galilee. And there were many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem. When evening had come, and since it was the day of preparation, that is, the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a respected member of the council, who was also himself waiting expectantly for the kingdom of God, went boldly to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate wondered if he were already dead, and summoning the centurion, he asked him whether he had been dead for some time. When he learned from the centurion that Jesus was dead, he granted the body to Joseph. Then Joseph bought a linen cloth, and taking down the body, wrapped it in the linen cloth, and laid it in a tomb that, he had, been out, that had been honed out of rock. He then rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where the body was laid. Our readers may be seen.
Easter Sunday during our season of Lent, our Wednesday night services have had a short time of meditation and quiet prayer. We do the same this morning to mark the beginning of Holy Week, to celebrate Jesus' triumphal, triumphant entry, and to observe the moment of Jesus on the cross. I invite you to close your eyes if you are comfortable, to begin to pay attention to your breathing, to think back on the words you have heard throughout this morning's service. Think back to the voices. So many voices take part in these words. Do you hear your voice? Do you hear your voice in the voices here? The voices of the crowd praising Jesus as he enters into Jerusalem. The voices of priests plotting Jesus' arrest. The voices of disciples questioning Jesus angry at a nameless woman we are called to remember. The voice of Jesus honoring that nameless and voiceless woman. The voice of Jesus guiding the disciples on their next steps, knowing of their coming betrayal, still vowing to give his body and his blood for them and for the world. The voices of disciples so sure in their dedication. Do you hear your voice and the voices here? The voice of Jesus praying. The voice of Jesus crying out for help. Help from God, help from his disciples, help from anyone. The voice of Jesus praying. Do you hear your voice and the voices here? The voice of a disciple betraying Jesus. The voice of Jesus fulfilling scripture. The voices of witnesses and priests unsure of who this Jesus really is. Asking if this Jesus really is the Messiah. The voice of Jesus saying, I am. Voices of ordinary people, maidservants and witnesses telling Jesus to prove himself. Asking Peter who he is. The voice of Peter weeping at his own betrayal. You hear your voice and the voices here. The voice of Pilate asking for understanding, maybe even for mercy. The voice of Jesus saying so few words. The voices of the crowd shouting crucify. The voices of soldiers, of passerby, of a priest mocking Jesus. The voice of Jesus crying out to God, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Do you hear your voice and the voices here? The voice of a centurion, of a Roman soldier. Truly, this man was God's son. Do you hear your voice and the voices here? The silence of Mary Magdalene, the silence of Mary, the mother of Joseph, the silence of Joseph of Arimathea as they take the body of this beloved son down from the cross and lay him in the tomb. Do you hear your voice and the voices here? 
Voices of joy and honor and praise, voices of betrayal and fear, voices of sorrow and worry and pain, voices that follow Jesus to the cross for this new covenant, this new promise, this new love, this new mercy given for you. Voices. Do you hear your voice and the voices here? Take a few moments in prayer or silence, knowing and trusting that Easter is coming, that good news is on the horizon. Take this moment to listen. I invite you to stand as you are comfortable for our hymn of the day.